Hi guys and welcome to episode four of a vodcast. Um, do you know we've we've sort of come in today and we don't really have much on the agenda. It's been a bit of a, a quiet week in the world of Twitter, um, but nevertheless the show must go on. I I want to prove that we can be consistent. And as always, I have my co-host with me, Mr. Z. How you doing, Z? I'm all good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Do you know we actually were discussing after the last episode that you always say you're good, man. How are you? Yep. <laughs> is, 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 is that going to be your thing? Yeah. Well, do you know what? As there is not a lot of news going on, and somehow we've got to get through for an, an hour. hour. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hour. Um, I'm just going to sit on my phone for the majority of this and just look at things and just go, oh, yeah, we can talk about and whatever pops up. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, funnily enough, I just saw something pop up on Twitter. <laughs> my, my, my wonderful favourite Twitter. Um, bus crash that killed 13 people was caused by a fight between passengers and driver. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a video shows that uh, the second, yeah, the seconds before the bus plunged into the Yangtze River in China, mm. authorities say the confrontation was sparked by a dispute between a bus driver and a passenger. How moronic have you got to be, right, as a human being, to have an argument with a bus driver while he's in the process of driving the bus that you've got on? That can wait. Yes, it's only going to go one that, way, really. That can wait. It's like it's like I, I remember when we were kids, right? Mm. And me and you, we were actually in America. Yeah. And we was in the back of the car. Uh, Dad was driving. Mm. And me and you were arguing. We had these these pump water pistols, right? Do you oh, remember? So you geez. could yeah, you yeah, suck yeah. the water like that and, and then you squirted it yeah. like that. You sort of pulled out and then pushed to yeah. uh, squirt the water. God, that can be an innuendo. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. So, so, we was, so we was in the back We was in the back of the car, and I believe it was an orange and green one. So the handles were orange, and the tube was green. Yeah. And it was the reverse on the other one. And we were arguing over whose one was what. Right? It didn't matter. They were exactly the same thing. And I just remember Dad turning round, right, looking away from the traffic, bearing in mind he's driving in a foreign country, yeah, <laughs> turned around, backhanded you across the face, and then slapped me across the face. It was like a one-two Mike Tyson fucking knockout. <laughs> he does this, isn't it? He does that, arm over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, it was left hand. It was left hand. It, it was because obviously... Oh, no, it was right hand because he was on the um, yeah, he on the, the other side of the road, didn't he? Yeah, but whack, whack. Even worse that is right <laughs> but it just goes to show right that you get you get slapped up like that he could have crashed that car and killed all of us yeah you know yeah actually I, I went to the airport yesterday to take uh, Rephrase's brother yeah, to on. Prague with his missus mm-hmm. and he actually missed a turn and it's so fucked how quick everything can change whilst you're driving a car yeah he was about to take the wrong turn in mm-hmm. it clearly says Stansted Airport but he ended up driving the other way so the road goes like this like that. As we've veered off that side, he's right. gone, oh, fuck, there's a turning <laughs> across three lanes and then into where Stansted was. And I was thinking, wow. fuck. And this. he was he was, he was recently, died. He was recently on this show saying that he's a good driver. Yes. Um, it's lies. No, 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 no. He's, he's a good driver, but it's, uh, how can I put it, in the nicest way? Because it will never drive me around ever again if I say something bad. <laughs> he won't drive me either. <laughs> I've got to watch what I say on him. He, um, things just happen quickly. Right. He can react fast. I remember when we was in his car and the lorry come up the side of us. And he went... The thing is, when, when he's driving, we're driving also. Yeah. We're also his eyes in the car. That's the only difference of being in Chris's car. shouldn't be like that, though. No, it shouldn't be like that because he's got a license. Okay. But when you're in Chris's car, you are a driver also. 
So, do, do you think there's anybody else out there that experiences that? Hundred percent. Yeah. Because no one actually can drive really. When you get in a car mm. and you look, it's rich coming from someone who can't drive. But like legally, you can't drive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we. I suppose we could talk about that. You could talk about that. Oh, we will. We'll get there. We'll get <laughs> but, there. But um, yeah. I just feel like. I think the statute of limitations has been raised on that one, so we're probably <laughs> safe to talk about it. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, the um, the thing is, when you get in someone else's car and you start looking at other people driving, I mean, fucking hell, I mean, you was in the cars all the way up and down the country when you was doing your last, well, not your last not, job. Nice transition job. there. So basically, my, um, my old job, um, we used to drive up and down the country, go to different towns and uh, little villages and city centres, uh, fundraising for children with cerebral palsy. Because we're such nice lads. In, 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 that, in that job, I had a lot of different people driving me around. And there was this one guy called Tim. <laughs> and we were coming back from... Oh, where was we coming? We're coming a long way back. We were coming down the M11. And it's about, I don't know, about half 11 at night. And he goes to me, oh, we're going to go through central London. It's quicker. Now, we live in southeast London, sort of just up from Dartford. So I was like, no, it's not quicker. We're going to go onto the M25, fly around full speed ahead. We'll be home in like, I don't know, less than 25 minutes, right? And he was like, no, we're going to go through central London. So we're coming up to the the junction, right? And he's going straight on. He's going to go... on the M11, onto the, the North Circular, onto the South Circular and go that way. And I just lost my shit. And I grabbed the steering wheel. We must have been doing 70 <laughs> miles an hour. It's going a bit faster than I that. I grabbed the steering wheel and I yanked his yanked it down to the left. And we so, veered across two like, lanes. Sometimes it's not the drivers that are bad. It's the passengers yeah, so, that make the driver, <laughs> give the driver hard work. Thankfully, thankfully, he wasn't driving a bus and he survived. <laughs> We veered off. We went. We went onto the M25, and I think it was stone cold silence. <laughs> he pulled over to the shoulder. No, that was another time. Yeah, so I think it was stone cold silence on the way home as he just realised. Like I don't think he could quite comprehend what had happened to him. I mean, listen, I was younger. I wouldn't do that now. I'm I'm more conscientious of my life and other people's lives that I wouldn't do something like that. But back then, I just didn't care. I mean, this is the same man that refused to. We used to go in and out of pubs and, and raise money in the pubs dressed up as superheroes. And we got to this one pub. There must have been about a thousand people in there. It's booming. They had mm. a big function on. There was these big round tables. And he refused to go in. He was just like, I'm not going in. So I just lost my shit and smashed his head off of his <laughs> fucking steering wheel. Yeah, I've, I've calmed down a lot. I've got, I'm not a violent person. <laughs> I'm not a violent person, I promise. Oh, God. On the subject of bad drivers, um, our boss um, was an alcoholic. Um, at all, you know, I know a lot of alcoholics. It was a, it was a massive alcoholic. He was in some more illicit things. Yeah, and we were, we were in Great Yarmouth. We'd spent four or five days in Great Yarmouth. Uh, we'd not raised fuck all money. We literally, I, I was, I was drinking. You know, just acting like an idiot. The boss was drinking every single night. I mean, he fell asleep outside in his car outside of the B and B. So anyway, after about four days. Mr. Z's I've like, snapped. I've fucking had enough. He goes, <laughs> I had a studio session that I needed to get back to for that following day. Yeah, he's and like, I was not missing that when that cost me two hundred pounds. It weren't going to happen, and I've already not made any money. So he's like, he's like, right, we're getting back. Um, I don't care what's going on. I'll get a train if I have to, but we're getting back. So he was like, all right, fine, we'll go tonight. So it gets round to about nine, nine o'clock at night, <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, our boss, who will remain nameless, has been drinking all day mm. so he's absolutely slosh so we get in his e-class mercedes and we drive out a great yarmouth <coughs> there's a road that goes out a great yarmouth which is just a long straight road is that the one from 
It's from uh, Yarmouth to the yeah. A12. That's oh, not Chroma, that's the other one. No, Chroma's the other way, yeah. yeah. So it's this long, long straight road. And we're on this road, and he's veering to the right-hand side into oncoming traffic, coming back onto the road, veering to the other side and coming back onto the road. And he pulls over because he realises he can't fucking drive. <laughs> and we're all sitting there. Now, bear in mind, I don't have a driving licence, plus I've been drinking. You hadn't been drinking, and Much. you don't have a licence, and you were like, <laughs> right, I'll drive. Yeah, I've done four lessons. I'm more than confident. <laughs> so take us through your experience from the moment that you sat in that in that driver's seat in an E-Class Mercedes. Jesus. You know, um, how did it feel? <laughs> it, was, it was almost like... It was epic because obviously I'm getting to to do a proper drive without someone else putting their feet on the pedals whenever I make a mistake. Shut up and drive, drive, drive. You do this drive. every episode, except the last one. Oh, yeah, I know. You, well, I'm trying to you know, make a thing out of me just <laughs> randomly cutting in with songs that unnecessarily, you know. <laughs> so, Carry on. Uh, our boss is in the back and he's completely off his tits. Like, he's literally swaying in the back. Like, looking at him in the mirror from the driver's seat is making me... He actually nauseous. laid down and fell asleep, I believe, at one point. Yeah, and I don't know how he fell asleep with all the extra illicit stuff that he had in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we sp- yeah, we spoke about drugs before. Yeah, yeah. It was the- that's why he's going to rename- na- yeah, remain nameless. But um, okay. yeah, so I'm driving this car. I've got Dan to the side of me, and everything is sweet. And I don't even know what is it the M20 that we go down. I don't know what. Motorway it is. Uh, no, no, it's, a, it's it's an A road. I think it's it's an A road. I forget. Exa- I think it's the A one. It might be the A one or it might be the A twelve. But mm. someone will correct us. No, on actually, our I need to, I need to paint a picture of this. Okay, you're dressed as Batman. Yes. I'm dressed as Robin. Yes. And we've got a drunk middle-aged man off his face in the back of the car. It almost looks like we've robbed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was he driving a car? Do you not know, actually have flashbacks of going to the petrol station? Do you remember when we stopped off? Uh, no. Okay, we stopped off at a petrol station. I remember uh, it was either Mark filled up the car or I filled up the car. Actually, I think Mark was passed out in the back. I think I filled point. up the car. You filled up the car. I think I and I went to car. pay and the guy looked at me as if like, you're not old enough to drive. <laughs> like, just, you don't have a license. That's not your car. I should definitely ring the police. <laughs> but I'm not going <laughs> to. So yeah. that happened. And then, God, I'm just, I have flashbacks. I was driving really fucking fast. I think I was just looking at the uh, speed counter and just thinking, I wonder if I can just get it to just flatline at the other end. So I was, my foot was all the way fucking down. I'm just thinking, yeah, this is this is sick. Pedal to the metal, baby. Yeah, it was living life in the fast lane. But <laughs> hey, you done it now. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, I remember going back from Great Yarmouth to Gravesend. I think I dropped off Mark first. Right? Whoa, 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 whoa. Rewind for a second, right? So you're on this A road. Right now, mm. if people drive, they'll they'll understand that A roads have roundabouts on them, right? Oh yeah, I was I was now, hitting roundabouts at sixty. This, this car, <laughs> this car is auto. Yeah, sixty. Yeah, you wish it was sixty. That was it more than sixty. Seventy miles an hour, you hit the first roundabout out. You're lucky it didn't roll. Yeah, you're lucky it didn't roll, and then you drop the speed. The did first you, one did was you 70. die? What? Did you die? <laughs> no, no, because we wasn't arguing about it. Yeah, there is that. See, actually, saying that, I think Mark was a bit scared but you was not giving me any egg i think you was actually so calm sitting there. he was like yeah fuck it he's got it well don't forget <laughs> yeah, actually it was your suggestion for me to drive it was my suggestion yeah <laughs> yeah well the thing is i've been in i've been in cars with lots of different people yeah and i've experienced horrific driving i mean i will let you continue the story but uh another another friend joe we used to play this little game of ourselves on country roads where it's see how fast you can go 
Right. Oh yeah, and turn the lights off. And turn the lights yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so middle of nowhere <laughs> in these backcountry lanes, absolutely flooring it. Um, lights off. You can't see fuck all. There's no street lights, no nothing. And then you turn the lights it's, back on. It's the worst when you turn the lights back on, you're going at such a speed and you just see trees in front of you. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm living proof that we didn't die doing that. Because um, you weren't arguing. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> see, this bus driver should know. Um, what else did we do? I used to... Um, I used to drive scooters, yeah, and... That you nearly died on. I nearly died a few times on a scooter, but one of my favourite things to do would be I'm driving along, and you just just picture the sound, right? <laughs> just picture that right in your head, yeah? I'm driving along, and I just shut my eyes. And I'd be like, right, how long can I keep my eyes shut? I know the road's straight, yeah, but... And obviously, I'm talking about, like, two, three in the morning, so no one's on the road. Yeah. But I'd play a little game with myself and see how long I could keep my eyes shut for. Still alive. <laughs> so bad. Just, but did, you yeah. ever, did you ever do that when I was having a backy on your scooter? Uh, what shut me? No, 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 no. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I wasn't yeah. wearing a helmet. No, no. If I had a passenger on the back, then I would, um, I would shut your eyes. I applied a highway code <laughs> fully. <laughs> so, so you got to Gravesend. Well, you dropped yeah. me off first. No, I don't think I did. No, was it just me and Mark in the car? You Honestly, I'll tell you what. This is that shows I must have been drinking because I only have. Small snippets. So I'll, I'll give you the highlights. Dude, it's, it's, it's probably about ten years ago now. No, it would have been. It was listen eight years ago. No, more than that. Twenty-five. Okay, eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay, fine. Still bloody long time ago. Yeah, I'm blah, 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 years old. Um, <laughs> okay, my highlights from that. I remember dropping uh, thingy off in Gravesend, and he just disappeared into a pub. He went somewhere. He went to a pub. I'm adamant, he carried on drinking. He did. He definitely because I didn't take him to his house. I remember where his house was. I dropped him off in like where that pub is by the station. I'm yeah. sure of it. Wow. Sure, he went to a pub. Wow. There is. But then it. it what then time? he would have walked home from there. Yeah, but then I have to think. Okay, so after after I dropped him back, I remember actually no, you got out of Barnhurst because we did go back to Welling, and then I I drove back through Barnhurst, and then you got off at the station because you started pranging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, then I got the train back, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, so you God. got... <laughs> you... God, don't you give me them feelings again, mate. <laughs> so you was pranking oh. out. You got out of the car. Oh, yeah, then I, then I took oh. back to Gravesend. And then when I was coming back from Gravesend, you know, um, coming over the hill at Northfleet and going down towards Greenhive? Uh-huh. I was driving up there and then I went, went up uh, to Stone onto East Hill. All right, yeah. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go see Dino. I need to go just pick him up in the car because it'll be sick. And I looked at my phone. My phone's dead. Right. So I think I can't really turn up at his house because if I knock on his door, his dad's going to go skits because he obviously needs his sleep. He was like a driver. Uh-huh. So if you wake his dad up, he'll fuck you up. Um, so I think who else can I go see? Mm-hmm. Rephrase. He'll definitely... Poor Rephrase. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I took a detail. Actually, I got to Dartford and I got to the traffic lights. This is the most fucked up thing. Think of everything that was on that back seat in that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think of all the beer cans. Bear uh-huh. in mind, there's if I was like not careful enough, a beer can could have easily rolled under the pedals from where I was. No, you're lucky, right? You're lucky. Yeah, this just shows how much he knows about cars. There is if you if you look under the seat, there'll be a slight raise, mm-hmm. so nothing would roll from the back into. So the it was only on the front. other side because there was beer cans. In, on, the, on the passenger side, it can go straight through. How long was we driving for? A good four hours from back from yeah, Great Yarmouth. About three. And you was all continuously drinking in the car. Even I'm drinking in the car. Yeah, that's why we stopped off. It weren't just for petrol. It was for beers. So, yeah. I remember pulling up at Dartford Town Centre 
and I'm in this car and I'm at the traffic lights. Police pull up beside me. <laughs> I'm 17. I'm literally just sitting in the car. I was just like... Just for those that are only listening on RTM oh, radio. I'm out. Just think one arm on the steering wheel. Yeah. Lean back in <laughs> as far as you can. And I just looked at the police and I've just sort of nodded. They've nodded back. Nothing suspicious about a 17-year-old boy driving a Mercedes E-Class dressed as Robin. If I had the windows down there, they'd definitely they probably the They probably saw you dressed as Robin and thought, there's no way in hell that's a stolen car. <laughs> it's like, he's just taking a Batmobile out for a spin. Yeah. But yeah. literally, <coughs> that happened. Um, I drove back past um, Dad's house. Yeah. Because I just wanted to go for a little cruise. And then I pulled up in Belvedere to go pick up the freight. I'll never forget knocking at his window. He come to the door uh-huh. and I went, car's down the bottom of the road. Meet me in 10 minutes. Right. That like, you literally just got ready. And, and he obviously didn't know it was you driving the car. No, he looked at me and he said, oh, this was the day after, he went, I genuinely thought that you were setting me up. He said, I thought our friendship was done. He said, I don't know what I did, <laughs> but it's the fact you come to my door at stupid o'clock in the morning, you knock on my window, uh-huh. my do- you knocked on my window as loud as you could. And then you come to the door and I just see you as you are in your state. Uh-huh. And he just, he looked at me, he just, he said it weren't like you was my friend. Uh-huh. He, I didn't know what to think about it. But I put on my shoes and I went down the road because I had to see what was going on. <laughs> so he's literally, he's, I remember him coming down the road and just looking at me almost like, I know he doesn't drive. Yeah. Why does he have a Mercedes right now? What the <laughs> hell is going on? And he got in the car and he went, oh, fuck, you know, it just stinks of being looked in the back seat. He's just thinking, <laughs> if we, why am I in this car? Because we're both going to get arrested. And I went, so where do you want to go? Mm. And he's just like, what the fuck happened? So I didn't even explain. I just said, we're going to go for a drive. And where did I take him? Mm-hmm. Thamesmead. Of course. <laughs> Hot as fuck. Yeah. Why did I go Thamesmead? If I, <laughs> if I was in that car with a 17-year-old me, I'd just, mm, don't go Thamesmead. Go fucking Chiselhurst or somewhere that you're not going to get stopped by police. The Fuck thing me. is, the, guys, the guy whose car it was at this point is obviously sitting in a pub smashed out of his nut. Yeah, right? thinking that I've he, gone home. He said he said uh, the next day when he, he rung me up and asked where the car was. and uh, <laughs> Love that. Where was it? Okay, so after our joy rides and uh, going around Thamesmead and Abbey Woods, I dropped Chris off home. Then I went back to mum's house. Uh-huh. She's standing at the window, tears streaming down her face, was so pissed off and so happy at the same time. And I remember Martin uh, coming in the house and the first thing he said to me after I went in and told him what happened, he went, well done, that was really good parking. <laughs> it was literally it. I remember, I remember it was she, outside mum's house. I remember she called me to ask um, where you was and what was going on. And I think I just put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I like, I'm not. I'm this. not. I'm. I, I'm. I know. I'm at home. I'm in bed. <laughs> I, I, I've wiped my hands of it. And speaking of wiping hands of it, uh, he rung me the next day to ask where the car was, and he went. Um, he went. If if he was nicked by the police, hmm. he would have said the car was stolen. Hmm. You would have been fucked. Yeah, I was just like, oh, that's nice of you, mate. I said he got you home, and you would have just thrown him under the bus. And he was like, damn straight. <laughs> this same bloke, two months later, right, was. Drinking in Gravesend, just getting absolutely smashed. If he ever watches this, I just want to say, fuck you. (laughs) He was drinking in Gravesend, getting smashed, and he got in his car to Mm. drive home and hit a cyclist, Mm. right? Nearly killed the cyclist, right? Smashed the cyclist. Got out of his car, left his car in the middle of the road, right? As the sirens are coming, someone's rung the police. Went into a pub, carried on drinking. Mm. When the police finally showed up, he tried to say to them, yeah, I wasn't drink driving. 
right? I was sober when I hit the cyclist, but through the shock, I went into the pub, right? And I had a drink. Yeah. And they were like, what, did you drink the bar dry in like the 10 minutes it took us to get here? Because yeah. you're like way over the limit. <laughs> yeah. Arsehole. Yeah. So that's uh, that's our old boss. Yeah. Yeah. We we knocked out 20 minutes for that story. Did we? Did yeah. we? That's not bad, is it? So just just obviously to let oh, everyone know. I'll tell you this. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's giving me slap. He's giving me a knee slap. I watched, uh, this was Twitter, actually. Uh, actually, no, it, was, it might have been Facebook. Okay. There was um, a restaurant, vegetarian restaurant, uh-huh. um, and they were serving food to customers, and someone complained about it, saying there's there's meat in the food. Right. Turns out it was human flesh in the food. What? It was in uh, Thailand. They were cutting up people and serving humans. Why? Mad, don't even know. I didn't read the article in full, but I saw the headline and was like, oh, God, that's disgusting. Would you ever eat a human? Yes, Really? It's just like Apparently pork. we taste like chicken. No, it's pork. I heard chicken. One way to find out. <laughs> I'm not Googling it, but Google is your friend. I would have thought we're like, I thought we'd like pork because we... No, I've got to Google it. I need to find out. Keep talking. And we're like, and we, I swear we're like little piggies. Piggy? I don't know. I'll find out. I mean, obviously I wouldn't go out of my way to... Like, if I murdered somebody and I needed to dispose of the body, God, I mean, my, um... what an easier <laughs> way... My search history, 666... <laughs> if you're 555 five, five, I'm 666 six, six. yeah we were listening to Heretic Anthem last night while he's looking that up um, I just want to let you guys know that in the description below if you're watching this on YouTube <coughs> you can buy a merch you can you can, you can buy a merch because everybody has merch nowadays uh, so definitely go and buy some we don't make any money from it whatsoever well as a lie we make probably about a pound per item um, but it's more just for the fact of I just like to see people wearing our shirts because right. they look kind of cool. And oh. hoodies and other stuff. And you can buy a, a picture frame as well. Yeah, go on. According to testimony of other people who have actually eaten other people, the taste of human meat does not reflect its beef-like appearance. Uh, okay. Both serial killers and Polynesian cannibals have described human as uh, most akin to pork. Pork! There you go. Yeah. I thought it was chicken. I thought, no, we're, we're, like little, we're like little piggies. That's mad. <laughs> we're like little piggies, man. I had Linda McCartney sausages for breakfast. So maybe that's what they taste like. Now, is she the one that uh, was married to Paul McCartney? <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Could you Google that as well? Find that out. Find that out. They are, they're vegan, aren't they? What? Are they vegan or vegetarian? Uh, they say vegetarian. Okay, I want to ask you this though, right? Yeah. I don't understand why vegetarians and vegans eat stuff like that, like corn, mints and sausages and... Why? Why have this fake supplement? And why? Why? Why bother doing that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, they were married, by the way. They were married. They were yeah. married. Yeah. Um, Apparently, she's a bitch. But um, allegedly, yeah. why do you do Nothing that? Nothing is factual on this show. Nothing ever factual. <laughs> why do you do that? Why do you eat? So it looks like a sausage, but it isn't a sausage. <coughs> um, because meat's allegedly not actually good for you in any way, shape, or form, and you get. All your protein and everything from your plants. No, 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 no. Like that, so. I'm not on about the goodness or badness of, of meat. Oh, I'm why saying, d- why do you eat the fake stuff? Like, I don't uh, get that. Because I just don't want to eat the animals. Yeah, so no, but you've got all the veg and plants and lovely yeah. stuff to eat, yet you eat a fake-looking sausage. Yeah, because it tastes nice. Does it taste nice, though? 
Yeah, I mean, come on, man. You remember I had them five grain fillet things that taste like turkey dinosaurs. And now that, now that, them. now that, you I kept will, eating them. Now that I will <laughs> say, right? He had these. Did, were they actually turkey dinosaurs? No, but they taste that, like turkey dinosaurs. But and that, I really what that basically says is turkey dinosaurs are so shit <laughs> <laughs> that they like like that wasn't turkey. It wasn't trying to be turkey. No. Yeah, it tasted like turkey. Yeah. But more like turkey dinosaur. How bad are turkey dinosaurs? <laughs> I don't know. No, man. I've. No, I'd turkey dinosaurs even... are shit. Jamie eat... Oliver would have a fit if he knew we were eating turkey dinosaurs. <laughs> or turkey twizzlers. Yeah, twizzlers. No, I think um, even the corn chicken, if you get the right seasonings and stuff to go with it, it can just taste like normal chicken. Like if you had a, a corn chicken burrito and then actually put in all the like salsa and stuff like that, it wouldn't taste any different from a normal one. There's one place... Texture would be the only difference. There's one place that uh, you and Rephrase took me to. Which I highly recommend anyone to go and, and check out. I don't recommend anyone Why? to go there now. Why? Because I just felt sick last time I ate it. Okay, okay. I know you're going to say... Go no, on, no, tell, tell, tell them where it is. I feel as if I've, I've bigged it up now. And now no, no, I, you, no I'm, glad, I'm glad you were. I've, I've, brought, I've brought it to the forefront of people's attention. You're saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm just about to recommend people go and eat there. And you're like, no, nah, don't. Maybe no, feel sick. I, no, <laughs> no, serious. Okay, so... All right, the one in Hackney is Temple of Satan. The one in Hackney, I never felt bad eating. All right, that was cool. That's the one I was going to recommend. Go there. The <laughs> one, in, the one in Camden, nah. No, but don't eat anything in Camden. Oh, I felt sick. You need a fucking there. tetanus shot when you go fucking Camden. Jesus. No, both times I've gone there. Um, I went Would you to like some weed. Yeah. Would you like some weed. I went to see Body Count. Right. Um, in Coco, by the way, Body Count are flipping awesome. Um, that was one of the best shows I went to. Mm-hmm. Hands down, was one of the best shows I went to. He's brought his daughter out on stage as well. He was like, "What do you say to guys if they're talking shit to you?" And she was like, "Talk shit, get shot." <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that was I, his daughter. Yeah, oh, fantastic. Yeah, they were on his shoulders whilst he was performing his song. Right, lit. I aspire to be that cool. Okay, but yeah, the um, the temple in Camden. I don't know what it is. They must just put something in there that just doesn't agree with me because right. I felt sick every time I've eaten it. But yeah. the one in Hackney, love it. Well, tell you what, fuck the one in uh, in Candom. <laughs> the one in Hackney is good. Just That's the one. <laughs> just so people know, it's Satan, isn't it? It's actually Satan, isn't it? It's not Satan. It's Satan, I believe. I could Satan, but yeah. Well, well, I, I, there's a guy at work. Uh, his name's Burton. If you if you're watching, man, he um, I think he said it's called Satan. But what is it? It's it's vegan, isn't it? Yes, but it's like fried food, so it's like fake fried chicken, um, fake chicken burgers. Yeah, and they do fake bacon as well. Fake I've never bacon. got bacon in my life. Bacon. I've never got bacon. First time I had bacon, I literally went, "What is this rubber piece of shit? Mm-hmm. It's just disgusting." I've got to say, I could, I could give up all other types of meat, but yeah. that is the one meat that I just well, can't. Bacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's gorgeous. I don't know. No? No, I, th- I think the hardest thing for me to give up was chicken. W- really? Yeah, because it's all I ate. See, the thing... Don't forget, ch- before I went on my vegetarian trip, yeah. I was like a proper... I was doing fitness all the time and eating fucking really healthy shit. It shows, doesn't it, people? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but I was. Like, literally, I was just eating as clean as possible, working out all the time, and I was cutting out all of the crap. And then... Um, I was talking to a phrase about it as he started to go vegetarian and he was just like um, what do you eat at the minute that's like meat based and mm-hmm. I said the only thing that I'd really be cutting out if I was ever going to try this would just be chicken uh-huh. so once I cut it out I never looked back 
See, I, I it didn't make any difference to my I, diet. I can let let chicken go. I can let beef go. Mm. Um, but it's just it's just bacon, man. It's just, there's there's nothing better. What about pulled right? pork? But I could I can let it go. I could, well, it's from the same animal, so you can still eat it, you know. But mm. it's just bacon. Steak? Yeah, I could let steak go. When was the last time you had steak? Uh, Wednesday. Yeah, you're doing a real good job of letting it go, and you. <laughs> no, but that was the last time I've had steak in for ages. Like it really was, you know. I'll put it out there to people. What if you if you had to, if you had to give up all meats, what one could you not give up? What would you have to live with? I'll put that out there to everyone on RTM and YouTube. I've got another uh, food question. Go on. Everybody's got their go-to meal. What's your? Oh, come on. You could tell me what mine is. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. It is so easy, though, isn't it? I right. I've got two spaghetti dishes that I do indoors. It's cheap and it's easy. Is it the one we put the? Wait, wait. So the first one is is frankfurters, yeah. and I cut them up into little round. I'm getting slices. way too excited for this I'm vegetarian. My mouth's dribbling. Frankfurters, <laughs> which which I fry off. I've got the pasta and I've got the bolognese sauce. Right. Oh, yeah. When, once the frankfurters are cooked, you chuck the bolognese sauce in, you drain the pasta, you whack that, stir it all up, good to go. I, I also have a man-sized bowl, right, which is basically... No, f- you have a person-sized bowl. A person-sized bowl. <laughs> it's, a fru- it's a fruit, a white fruit bowl. The portion in there would feed four, yeah. right, but here's the great thing. I make that one dish, it lasts me two days. Boom. You put um, chilli in your last one and you regretted that right <laughs> so I went to I went to Sainsbury's yeah and I was I was looking at the bolognese mm. right uh, when's why your do we, meal why, day why, why do you buy the um, sauce when you're more than capable of making it because convenience you're not, yeah but you're not bad in the kitchen I'm a shift worker yeah but you're a good cook yeah but let's just say you've been at work from 10 till 2 you're getting at 11 you're fucking starving you yeah. don't want to fucking make up sauce you just bang whack it straight in it's trust me, it's easier. He's looking at me funny. It is easier to do. So he's a good cook. I he should cook more. <laughs> should I really? Yeah. So so I bought You do good onions. What? You do good onions. Caramelised onions. We'll talk about my onions in a bit. <laughs> so uh so I so I bought what I thought was the Dolmio, but it was the was it extra chili? Yeah, extra chili. Yeah. Yeah. And I put it in and as I was cooking it, I was like it smells a bit. It smells a bit funny. Yeah, it smelled sharp. Like my nose was tingling a little bit. That's how much fucking chili was in this. Yeah, so served it all up. Massive portion. Fucking starving. Sit there. Boom. Start eating. I'm like, oh fucking. It was a. It's a bit warm. Do I fucking stop eating it? No. Absolutely not. Keep, keep eating it. And I said to the missus, I was like, why taste that? She tasted. It. She said, oh yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit spicy. She went and looked. All I heard was her pissing herself fucking laughing from <laughs> the kitchen. She was like, you've bought chilli, you idiot. I was like, no, what am I doing? Let's just say that, actually, I won't go there. But yeah, it was sore. So you, the ring sting. <laughs> so you, no, I, I love Lloyd Grossman's sauce. Why? Can you get down with that? I, I want to just apologise like to everybody it. out there. This has become a food podcast. Yeah, we're, we're now we got talking fuck food. all to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, every, is everyone feeling hungry now? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. You got me thinking about burgers. You got me thinking about all the fast food that I can't eat anymore. I remember when I used to get... Um, oh, it's a kebab. I used to get chicken shish wraps. And I'd get like a flipping donut wrap. Everything. I'd order it at like 12 o'clock. Uh-huh. And then by 4... I do the same thing as Sopranos sometimes would have a deal on where I could get a pizza, a burger and chips and a kebab all for like practically a tenner. 
yeah, dirt, but I'd eat it all. I, I remember, base, I remember when you could buy uh, six beers for a fiver. God, that's long gone, isn't it? Now what are they? Six fifty. Now, now you have to really want to be an alcoholic to, to become <laughs> one. You know what I mean? You've got you've got to commit. <laughs> Let's take to. Um... Twitter again. Right, what was going on in the world of Twitter? So, so or anything I, that you've got. I actually, there? I actually saw this the other day. Um, it's it's a hotel. Yeah. In um, where is it? Ireland. Yeah. Right. And I went on. I just I don't know how I come across this, but I saw on their website. Um, it, it, they actually are just sort of taking the piss. Really, I'm going to read the description of what they've got for their for their hotel. It's called the uh, Char Charville Lodge. Yeah. Uh, in Grangle Gorman in Ireland. Sounds cool. Are you a millennial? Question mark. If so, Charville Lodge is legit the best place for your squad to stay woke. Stay woke. Our 30 rooms are hashtag blessed with super comfortable beds and flat screen TVs that are totally on fleek. Our prices always stay low AF. Reception is 24 hours, so we keep it lit all the time. (laughs) It gets better. It gets better. Uh, Sharfield Lodge is located in the Pillsborough area of Dublin. Uh, 57 seconds walk from the Pittsburgh Lucas Station. While the area sometimes resembles a scene from the Night of the Living Dead, you're nothing, you've, you've nothing really to worry about as 85% of CAF visitors make it home alive. As long as you don't make eye contact with the locals, you'll be grand. <laughs> uh, listen to this. In, in quotation marks, the worst hotel experience uh, of their lives. While it's entirely possible that you will think the same, some of the people who actually enjoyed their stay mentioned the following reasons why. <laughs> Jeez. Are they taking the piss? I'd say so. It goes back onto that thing that I was, I was told by the wife that I am a millennial. Why? She said... You're, you're an 80s baby, you're not. No, but she said it's, it's people... Under the age of 30, 30 and under. So apparently I'm a millennial. Yeah. I don't feel like a millennial. No, no, I don't really feel that one either. But apparently I am. Apparently I'm lit AF. I thought millennial meant from 2000 onwards. I like what you did there. What? What, lit AF? Lit lit AF. Yeah, pimping ain't easy. Did you know, literally just now, um, two suffer stab injuries at Sony Music London's headquarters? This is why they Two should step. probably stop signing rappers. <laughs> Guns don't kill, kill people. people. Rappers, rappers do. do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what is your thing? Why? Why are we? Why is all these stabbing? Stabbings happening, man. I mean, London has basically just become stab stab city, isn't it? I think it always has been. I just think because of the power of social media and the fact the world is so small now, we just hear about it more often. Because even when I was at school, people were still getting stabbed, people were still getting shot, and it was just whatever. I don't get it though. What? What is? What? Why? Why have we gone that way? Why can't we just have love? Why can't we all just get along? We should just be able to get along. Yeah. It's I mean, in I think in the main people do, and a lot of the world just lives in fear. Oh, go on. They do though. Like your your um, preconception of someone that you meet is usually you're an arsehole uh-huh. straight away before you've even got to know them and you judge someone within the first what five seconds of actually meeting them uh-huh. you sort of know you walk into a room you go we're shaking hands yeah, my, name, my name's E nice to meet you uh-huh. we'll call it arsehole <laughs> so you just know you right. do mm-hmm. but if you strip that back and you actually got to know a motherfucker mm-hmm. then maybe the world might 
be a bit more connected and feel a bit different towards each other rather than just walking around with all this hate. And I think it's because you've got all these messages of this bad shit's going on, this is happening, that's happening. And automatically it just becomes everyone. Or even if you fit the profile of someone that is in that category, you just think dickhead. Like, all right, so I'm at Ashford Station mm-hmm. and the cab driver, I got in the cab, um, usual Z attire, snapback, coat, big bag on and got all my shit. All right. And then I sit in the car and the cab driver goes, uh, where are you going to? I went, blah, 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 whatever, give me the address because I can't say it. All right. um, and he goes, yeah, money up front. And I'm like, I've got some of it, but I'll give you the rest at the other end because I'm not paying for the fare. It's in my expenses. My record label's going to cover it. Right. And he, that's a fair request. He, I, I had just my, say, you know, just say like, you know, I'll pay you. I think I had some now and some I later. had about half. Right. So, I mean, we're going into the sticks. I can't run anywhere. Uh huh. <laughs> literally, I can go in the field. Mm-hmm. That's about it. He's got he's got four wheels. He's gonna catch me. <laughs> and especially where he's dropping me off, there's nowhere for me to run. But yeah. obviously, he doesn't know that. So, I've got a bit of empathy for him, even though what I'm gonna tell you next right. makes me want to punch him in the face. Go but, on. um. Yeah, so Have you set off yet, or are you still sitting outside the station? Sit, I'm right. sitting in his car. Right. So he tells me that he's not taking me. So in rage, I'm t- this is about 11 at night on a Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm just pissed because I know I'm not going to get a cab because it took so long for him to even get there. So I got his car, fuck you, slammed the door, bang, like, and walked off back to the station. I then called Lee and said, man, you won't believe it. I've just got in this guy's cab and he's not taking me. Um, I even offered him half of the fare you need to come get me. Uh-huh. He's like, you what? He was just like, that's just, what, just because a boy, um, a, a South London lad's just got in a cab, he's got a snapback on, <laughs> he's judging you, he's not letting you in his car and I'm just thinking, oh God. Literally, I'm about to just go over to the guy and apologise. I thought, you know what, I'll get Lee on the phone and maybe that will, like, help out the situation. Right. He's then drove round, put his window down, gone, you wanker! And he, like, carried on. <laughs> and I'm standing there, I just thought, oh my fucking God. Really? You was about to apologise. Yeah. <laughs> you was about to say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> about to get back in the car and just think, I need to get this cab. Right. Lee literally come and pick me up. Uh-huh. He wanted to cave the guy's head and he was just like, did you get his number? Did you get his cab number? I'm like, I didn't look at any of this stuff, man. I just uh-huh. wanted to get in the cab and come to yours. I'm not, wow, God. But this stuff happens to me as well. So yeah. uh-huh. I, it, I'm in that tie of people why, that why might does stab it... you or do something wrong because I even feel it when I get on the train with people. Go on. And I sit there and they sit a few seats away from me. It's just like, fuck me. If you talk to me, mm-hmm. you'll realise that I'm the nicest person on the planet and I'll probably give questionable, you a Questionable, questionable. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't, I don't get... I d- maybe I'm just being lucky. I don't get them sort of looks. Chris gets them looks as well all the time. Right. I think it's just, I don't know, you, maybe the way you dress, maybe the way you hold yourself, I don't know, but like, if I dress up in a suit and I go to work or even um, last day of school. Yeah. Wow, um, it's going back a bit now. Yeah, last day of school, we had to dress up in suits. This was our whole thing. Right. I had the best morning on the way to school because yeah. I got treated like an adult for the first time in my life. I even helped an old lady across the street. All gone like, downhill now, isn't it? Yeah, dread. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you you do get treated um, on how you hold yourself. Even when I walk into a room, if I introduce myself as Sam, I get treated differently to the way I introduce myself as Z. Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's all just fucked. Really. Uh-huh. 
I don't know why people are like that. Well, as you like, said, in the first five seconds, they've already made up their mind about you. Yeah. It's funny It's funny how the brain works like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, do you judge people when you meet them in the first five seconds? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, I'm, I, I don't think I'm as judgmental as I once was. I think... Have you got more empathy as you... No, I just think I give less of a fuck. Yeah. I think that's what happens. I think as you get older... See, when you're younger... Everything God, is, we sound like old men. We, we are. We, well, as, as Rephrase says, we're the angry old man. I'm uh, a quarter of a century podcast. old. But when, when, when I was younger, every, everything that goes on, you, you're paying attention to everything. You're seeing what people are doing. Yeah. You're, you're very critical of people. You're very critical of yourself. You're going through them teenage years. As you get older, though, you just start to not care. Like, literally, I could walk outside in my boxers, not caring in the world. You know, I could, I could open the door naked to somebody. Not a care in the world. I can look like absolute shit. Not a care in the world. I'm so on my way there. What? I'm so on my way there. When, when I was younger, though, when I, although when I was younger, I, I had balls of steel when it yeah. comes to doing silly things like that. Like I once did open the door to the delivery man and drop my yeah. Trousers and you uh, you filmed that as well. Yeah, there, that video is on YouTube somewhere. But that was that was a front. You're yeah. putting on a front because deep down inside you're like. Oh, fuck you know, like you know, my dick was out to the guy. Now I literally wouldn't give a wouldn't give a fuck. You know, like I'll, I'll go out, I'll go out in jogging bottoms that have got fucking stains of food on them. Come, you know, <laughs> um, just won't care. Wouldn't dreamed about. Wouldn't have dreamed about doing that back in the day. Yeah, you know, God, we really are the angry old man podcast, don't we? Yeah, buy our merch. <laughs> give us little money give us fuck all money there's nothing on it that's true I get like that some days go on yeah I do I just put on the first thing I pick up and I'm just like you know I'm only going around the shop it doesn't really matter I can relate I really can mm-hmm. I've got nothing else to talk about then I really ain't nothing's really been popping off in, in my world actually there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about but I can't really why why, why not get, um, get, get it out discuss vent um, use Use this as your psychiatrist time. <laughs> nice. It's cheaper. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's for free for me. <laughs> Jeez. No, there's, there's been a lot going on. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of crazy transitions and stuff like that, but I don't really feel it's vod worthy. Well, two episodes I mean, some people ago, might be going through breakups and being let down and stuff like that, but you know, so two, two some episodes, people might have rekindled. And, what what is that. the look that you're giving the people out there? <laughs> two episodes ago, you did say you had new music coming out. Have you got nothing to report on that? Uh, no, I, I had a chat with. Um, oh, I had a chat with my label. Oh, two days ago. Oh, you know we're gonna. You know we're gonna premiere your new music on this. Oh yeah, damn straight. Um, oh yeah, that new music I ain't got. Right. No, okay. I was having a chat with my label just regarding releases and what's going on in the world of Z, and it's pretty much I'm gearing everything towards publishing. Right. I just as Z, I want to sit and songwrite with people. I want to produce with Ex- people. Explain for those that are not in the know. Okay. How how the whole industry, in in layman's terms, <laughs> how it sort of works from point A to point Z. Uh, Do you like what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start now. You've done that because I don't know what point A is. Well, point A would be so I'm I'm on a label. Right. They've signed me. Yeah. Talk me through it. Okay, so I'm on a label and I've got different tiers that I can be. I can choose to be an artist, I can be a producer, I can be a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fortunate enough that I can do all of that. So I got onto my record label by... Okay, so I didn't want to be an artist 
about three years ago. Mm -hmm. I kind of just went, this is long. I've wanted to songwrite and produce. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get a load of tracks together. I never asked anyone for help ever in my life. And I made a lot of connections in the past two years that I wasn't doing any music. I was just networking. I was traveling the world. I was meeting different people. And I found a lot of producers in different countries and stuff. And I just went, right, I'm going to utilize all, all these links. So I reached out. I then got the connections to my manager now. And I sent him a whole list of tracks in different genres. I sent him rock stuff, I sent him R&B, rap, pop, literally everything. So to fill someone in, this would sort of be the moment where if you're an artist, um, you're a songwriter or whatever, this would be where you almost send like your demo to the yeah, labels. Like, pretty much. You know, or back in my day, it would have been a tape. <laughs> Jeez. So, Carry on. <laughs> do you know what's funny? He actually heard all of the tracks and he didn't like a single one of them. Right. And he said... He actually was going to respond to me, no. Uh -huh. And he was going to completely cut me off and that was going to be it. And there was one track that was playing and he, no, sorry, he listened to all the tracks. Then he went back for a second listen. Right. So he played this track and his son happened to be upstairs mm -hmm. and he'd heard the track and he goes, who's that? Who's that? And he went, oh, I don't know, some Z guy who sent me his records. Uh -huh. And he went, that's fucking sick. He run downstairs into his dad's office and listened to the song. And they played it through. Then I'm at studio whilst um, Rephrase is recording. I've got to say, I think the stance though of most labels would be to just say no. Yeah, I think I think it's got it's their it's their standard response. They've got the email already pre-typed. They, <laughs> they just add your name and then press no. Yeah, that like, is mean, their standard response. And the amount of people that send him stuff that I've seen. Yeah. Like, even certain things I think, yeah, this is good, then it drops and both of us will look at each other and go, no. Yeah. <laughs> so carry on. But um, yeah, I was at studio with uh, Rephrase at this point. He's recording at Resident Studios. First time that he met Simon who played all the guitars on his project and the bass and you drummed on. Yeah, that's before I come and drummed on it though, isn't it? Uh, yeah it was yeah. that was yeah the first sessions when they were yeah, laying yeah. down the guitars um, and he called me up he was going to buy the song off for me uh, for £2,000 and I said uh, nah man uh, my feelings are my fortune like I'm going to say no I'm going to do so crime. hang on he offered you two grand. For so he track. wasn't going to sign you no he was going to buy the track he was going to buy the track off you for two grand. yeah and that would be it but I then <laughs> should have sold the fucking track <laughs> <laughs> I then no I said no then we got talking. It was just a, a back and forth. Is that deal still on the table? What, to buy the <laughs> I could track? do with the money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, nowadays he does buy tracks off me, but I also keep my publishing. Right, yeah, carry on. So I wouldn't have had anything at that point. Mm. But um, yeah, ended up meeting him. I remember him picking me up in his nice, I think it was a silver Bentley on the 1st of October at like four in the afternoon. Sun was shining, nice easterly breeze. I remember the whole day. And uh, then he took me back to his house. We ended up just having a chat. His son come in, sang the song, and it was just like, all right, yeah, we're good to go. He can do it. Then he put me in the studio with various other people. I recorded with uh, Rough Copy. He got me writing for Craig David and people like that. Craig David. Um, <laughs> it's obligatory, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much. Proper bowl. Do you know what's crazy? On the, the Rough Copy session, the producer that was recording those guys I'd met a year prior to mm. everything and he'd actually paid me to go in the studio and write him a song about vaping wow so about vaping yeah there was a company that outsourced him to make a track make a beat and find someone to rap and sing and he contacted me hang on a minute that ain't blow some O's 
No, 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 no. It didn't turn out being that. <laughs> no. Okay. They they had a chorus and then they wanted me to write verses for it. But it so. weren't it weren't blow some O's. No, nah, it should right. have been. <laughs> blow some O's. You heard that? Have you heard it? I've never heard that. Actually, wait. Yeah, you showed me the video of it. Blow some O's. Yeah, so they they asked... If you vape, you're a dickhead. Just quit. Go go back through his YouTube and look at all the vaping videos. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, they they asked me to do that and it was nuts because I walked into the session and I was like, oh, damn, it's it's Kev. Right. Like, we just knew each other and he was just like, you know what's crazy? Is he loved our session so much and all this music and stuff I was showing him and my direction and everything and he was actually going to put me in contact personally he even said to me I know a, a guy that could probably help you out with your stuff so that so that was that was your label now yeah wow. but I met them and then he even said this is fucked because I was going to put you in contact with him and you've met him he said mm-hmm. that was meant to be you was meant to meet each other Match made so weird yeah and I mean we're I think we work well together Mm-hmm. We don't always see eye to eye and everything, do we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I do have a, a weird, unconditional love for him. He sort of adopted me as his son. But. So, so basically, so just, just I was asking how how it all works. So, yeah. just a recap. I just went off on a tangent. Yeah, you did, but that's what we're that's what we're all about yeah. on here. Kills time though. Isn't so it? you've got um, so so you get you get your stuff listened to. Yeah. If they like it, they offer you two grand for a song, and then want to fuck you <laughs> off. <laughs> but if, you, if you're persistent and they actually do end up signing you, what are the avenues in 2018 now for for an artist? Is is I think is you... the music business in that sense dead? Is it is it are the days gone of the man from the street, you know, having the number one? Is it is it is it? No, I think I think freak accidents can happen. But <laughs> like, I think if you're solely just a recording artist. And you just want to record songs, and you mm. think that's how you're going to make your money? You need to reevaluate your whole fucking plan because it's not it. It really ain't. You got to be everything now. Go on. You got to be the engineer. You got to be the video director. You got to be a reality TV show. You got to be a personality. You got to look good. You got to sell the right. But you say things, that, and everything. I, you got to cover it all. I promise you, I'm not playing devil's advocate. Mm. But um, you say that. But what if you you right? Let's break it down. You're you're a you're a two piece band. Yeah. You're an acoustic guitarist and a singer. Yeah. Right. That's all you guys can do. You've got no experience with recording yourself. Yeah. You know, apart from the basic programs like what we're doing in here today. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're not you're not a producer. Mm-hmm. Right. You you're sh- you haven't got a video camera. Nothing uh-huh. like that. You you're fucked then. Basically, is that what you're saying? Them guys, them, no, guys, them guys have not got. No, not to say you because ha- you, you just said you have to be a video editor, you have to be a producer. Yeah, hundred percent. Unless you pay. Right. Okay. 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 Well, yeah, of course I mean, you're going to pay. No, but we didn't pay. We don't pay for anything. <laughs> we do it all ourselves. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. The more Jack so- of all trades, master of absolutely nothing. I'm master of all of them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've got to you've got to be so self sufficient in everything that you do. Otherwise, you are just going to be you know getting a hole in your pocket and throwing money away and uh-huh. stuff and you might make mistakes I mean god the amount of studio sessions that I've gone to wrote songs for people or done something for myself that I've never put out or it's just been a bad idea all the money I've probably wasted mm-hmm. just finding yourself yeah some would say I'm wasting money now possibly who knows <laughs> <laughs> no but I just say anyone who's starting and wants to get into it I just say get your don't. own no, not don't <laughs> do it because we we need more music. Be innovative, create something different, mm-hmm. but just do it all yourself. So labels dead now. I don't think you what, what is the purpose? What is no. the purpose of labels then? Because it, do- it from Pro- my from my experience, the fact that they they can get it out there to a wider audience, they actually can. Right. 
I mean, some of the tracks I've written have charted in different countries. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't have done that. I haven't got the links. I don't speak German. Neither do I. Guten <laughs> <laughs> Tag. <laughs> that means good morning. Yeah, hello. It's not good morning. Is it hello? Yeah. I thought it was good morning. Possibly, I don't know. Could someone tell us? <laughs> <laughs> we need to know. But yeah, I'd, I'd just say do it yourself and if you enjoy it carry on and if you are that acoustic two-piece band then just go out there and play shows because i think that's ultimately where you're going to make your money you're not going to make it in record sales you're going to make a fraction of a penny every time you get a stream there's there's is point putting out there because obviously i feel like your internet music is your showcase your music video and youtube is your showcase Mm -hmm. get your ppo and get on tv Get your PRS, get played on radio, mm. and go out there and do shows and actually make some real money. Get some merchandise. It makes it sound so simple, doesn't it? I think it is, but it's you've got to be persistent with it. I've got to say that, that music nowadays is free. Yeah, 100%. I've been, I've been saying that for a long time. I've probably been saying it for the past six years. Yeah. And people are like, no, what do you mean free? Like, look at these guys. I'm like, they're not making money off their music. No, they ain't. Music is fucking free. Yeah. Streaming services absolutely killed the music industry and what makes it worse is all the big fucking record labels your Sony's your Universal's they all went right I'm they're, going, they're, I'm even, gonna, they're not caking I'm, no either. no but I'm going to give you going to give you a history lesson right so when streaming first come about it was through things like Kazar Bear Share Napster mm. it was basically illegal right so I'd LimeWire go, I'd, go, I'd go and buy a CD of my favourite band put it onto my computer I'm not saying I did this but put it onto my computer did I didn't do this I didn't he do this, did this. We all did this. Yeah. <laughs> put it on my com- put it on my computer and then upload it Music to to Gazar, LimeWire, Napster. Right? Music is free. So, what, what, music is free. But what <laughs> what they realised the record companies they shit themselves, right? And they saw the streaming. Now instead of them guys going, oh, do you know what? We'll stream it ourselves. They bought shares in all of the streaming apps uh-huh. like your Spotify and all this. But they give the artists fuck all, fuck all. I mean, you you're on an indie label. So what do you get per per Jeez. thousand plays? Okay, so this was a debate the other day that mm-hmm. they had uh, one of the tracks that I wrote charted in two countries and also had, I think, a quarter of a million streams alone wow. on Spotify. Just the original and the remixes have got streams. I probably There's probably over a million streams. How much? Zero. See, now... But they got... The Labour got on the phone to PRS about it I just said this is unacceptable he didn't tell me what had happened like within the conversation mm-hmm. but nothing just think how it's much red. think how much right if you'd have put that single out on a CD A side B side yeah. for say seven ninety nine, yeah, physical CD and you and you had a oh, million way, that, sound that wasn't just streams either there was people had bought the record but there's still no money in it work that out told yeah. you music's free yeah and you've heard it here first. What's that? Seventy nine p for a record that wasn't even. On if you're charts. on an indie label, yeah. If you're on a major, it's ninety nine p. That's another joke. That's, that's another joke. And as the splits well. aren't even a lot. It was like me, session singer, artist, producer, mm-hmm. label five, yeah. five, five. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's it. I I forget what it's a it's a woman. What's her name? I forget what band she's in, but she was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And Shout she, out Joe, as always. Yeah, man. And uh, she uh, us. share our stuff. No, but she was buy some merch. She was talking <laughs> about she was talking about streaming, um, and I think she said something like ten percent of all of the revenue from their streams is what comes to them. 
10%. Te- so 10% after all the cuts have been taken from the record label, mm. from the streaming website, from the advertisers, from all once all the cuts have been taken, mm. I think they get 10% from streaming. See, this is But they get 90% of their live shows, <laughs> of their merchandise, but they do all of that themselves. They yeah. don't have a booking agent, they don't have a tour manager. Yeah. They do it themselves. If they start having all these other people with their fingers in the pies, yeah. that'll drop to 10% this, as well. This, this is why I also said do everything yourself because when it comes to me releasing my stuff, I'm the producer, I'm the engineer, mm-hmm. I'm the writer, mm-hmm. I'm everything. Mm-hmm. The only, the only but not, people... not everyone can do that, man. You, you know what I mean? Not no, everyone can do everyone that. Everyone can do it because we're all born equal. No. We can all do the same shit. I mean, time, invest, you know what I mean? Some people just yeah, don't I have mean, the I, money to, I to do I probably had that. a year before I could even put a half decent sounding drum beat together. And still can't. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> You can do a good hip hop one, you know. I that's true. That's true. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Um, I think we're going to rap. I think we've done Can't well. Do a rap. Considering no, I'm not going to rap. I said we're going to rap. I think we've done well considering we've come in here with. That's absolutely... actually the advice I got from Dad last night. What was that? Wrap up. up. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you ever so much. But um, guys, we've been a vodcast. Uh, as we said before, go buy a merch. Everyone's got merch. Thank you ever so much for listening uh, on RTM Radio, and thank you for watching here on YouTube. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thanks, SP. We love you, man. Yeah, thanks, SP, for doing all the edits and cutting out the swear words. And we will see you next week again. It's, e- it's every it's every Friday on YouTube and it's every Saturday on RTM Radio. But thank you ever so much. Peace.